Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car our advice you could go far up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates it's getting hard for this to rhyme just as well because it's bed hopping time <laughs> welcome to episode 48 of the bed hoppers podcast my name is mr h over there sat on the sofa looking rather happy because she's got a negroni in her hand is Mrs. H. Yeah, Mrs. H. Yes. yes. I was allowed to say something. Yay. <laughs> well, you told me off last time. <laughs> oh, I know I did. It's terrible. Well, uh, we are now a week back. Yes. From Australia and Singapore. Would you say we're recovered? Uh, I think we're largely recovered. Mm. I think uh, we did a lifetime of liver damage. Yeah, I don't think my liver will ever forgive me. No, and I think we've done probably about six weeks worth of hardcore exercise damage. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say, we haven't not done six weeks of hardcore exercise. Ever. <laughs> Ever. No, I know. But I think we, we, we're about six weeks of... So I'm about to commence hard... on some yeah, hardcore exercise. Some exercise. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do a butt ton of exercise. To so if try you hear, and undo some of the damage. If you hear grunting and squeaking, it's because uh, Mrs. <laughs> H is dropping and giving me 20. Really? Yeah. 20 what? Minutes ahead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, you like see? Like that, is it? Like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're pretty sexy like that. Hmm. Yeah, we're having some sexy adventures, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of those? Yeah, go on then. All right then, fine. So, this week we're going to catch you up. This is like part duh, hot shots part duh, of our Australian and Singaporean... <laughs> body shots part duh. Body shots. I don't believe there were any body shots throughout the course what? of our adventures. We didn't do any body shots. I know. We did every other kind of shot. We did tequila shots. We did. I don't think we did lots of we other shots. shots. Cum shots. <laughs> you might have done cum shots. Oh, dear. Oh, you're laughing at your own joke mm, there? It's drinking this Negroni during the day. Is that what it's it is? It's like me all of a dither. Daytime drinking is our friend. Always. Yeah, like morning drinking. Well, I haven't had breakfast wine since we got back. I know, right? What the fuck is... I with... know. Where's someone bringing me my coffee, my breakfast, and my breakfast wine? Your car wine, my... your roadhead, your breakfast wine, all this stuff. There's a whole load of stuff that we need mm. to cover and unpick in that statement. Mm. Mm, maybe we'll get through that if we're lucky. <laughs> so, last week we talked about... Our first week in Singapore and Australia. This week we're going to try and cram two weeks into one episode. Otherwise it will have 52 episodes. <laughs> yes, it, it, it could go on um, and it would get very boring. It'd be like, and then uh, we went to the toilet. Uh, Mrs. H was in there for 10 minutes. I think she took a oh magazine. Uh, I took my phone. Uh, I was replying to Twitter comments. So, yeah. So we're not going to do that. We're going to try and spin through this as quickly as possible. Cool. Um, not not to, you know, miss out on stuff, but just to make sure that you're oh, not completely... the salient points. Well, yeah, exactly that. And plus, you know, it's a bit like us just showing you our holiday pictures, which actually are quite sexy. Having yeah, them. but no one wants to sit through holiday pics, because you didn't go. And I'm well, like, well, I, I want to see these. I want to see them. <laughs> but it is a little bit that way. We don't want to bore everyone to death. Yeah. So we're going to try and keep this to just another episode, or this episode. And then we'll have a bit of a, a sort of emotional follow-up next week, Ooh. next time. Yeah. Emotions. Emotions. That's deep. Mm, your future is. <laughs> so, uh, what did we do? Well, we last time we talked about our night out at our secret spot. Oh yeah, and my arancini surprise. Yes, that mm. was a fantastically sexy night. Oh, it really was, and the arancini was awesome. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it was uh, it was a really nice club. I really enjoyed it there. Yeah. So the following day, slightly hungover. Ah, uh, oh yeah. Not amazingly hungover. No, not super. Hangover. But, but a little bit sluggishly so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. had to hop into a car. Okay. Yeah. With uh, Angela. Yes. So you and me and Angela hopped into a car. Yes, of course. We went to the wine country, didn't that's we? That's right. We went to Hunter Valley. Yes, Hunter Region. that's I don't correct. Know. Yeah, yes. Hunter Valley. So we did that with in, in Angela's rally car, um, <laughs> I'm going to call it. Um, for that's what it felt like on the odd occasion. And toodling behind us at a steady pace was Bradford, uh, Naughty, Rocket and Lolo Lady. That's right. I believe that's how the cars went. So road trip adventure. Yeah, exactly. Um, where you promptly fell asleep in the car and then uh, complained bitterly when you didn't know what the conversation was about. Maybe. That yes. sounds a little bit true. 
I what were you two talking about? I don't like it. Why were you talking? And I'm like, well, I'm sat in the front with Angela. You're asleep in the back. We're going to have a conversation. I don't know what you've been saying. Why, why can't I? T- why? The story checks out this it time. It does. Exactly. So we went to the Hunter Valley and stayed in this marvellous, marvellous uh, Airbnb. Oh, that was stunning. Which was, was... Beautiful hot tub. Yeah. Gorgeous rooms and a great big sort of fire. It was just stunning. It was yeah. Amazing as a as a place Beautiful. to stay. So we went there and we did some wine tasting as well. So we had our first <laughs> we hadn't had enough wine. Well, at this point we hadn't done any wine tasting. No, we'd just been doing wine we drinking. Just, yeah, just mostly regular <laughs> drinking. Coughing. So um we got ferried around and tasted some more wine, which was great. Which was pretty hilarious because they started off with it being semi on day. <laughs> and thus the whole group was rendered uh into fits and giggles because we me and Lola lady couldn't keep a straight face. Well they said semion every 30 seconds. I know. It's like he was setting us up. Have you got any more semion please? <laughs> this is an excellent semion. <laughs> <laughs> we and it was like I don't know 11am or something stupid and we were like this is ridiculous. Coughing coughing wine in glorious, <laughs> glorious sunshine. Yeah. And having little snacky things to eat yeah. while we were ferried around which is really good fun I mean that's a pretty awesome way to spend your days really it was quite good now one of the things that we talked about on last week is actually in the first part of the holiday you didn't believe anything correct second week <laughs> when we got to Australia my gullibility knew no bounds your, your gullibility was dialed up to um, maybe 11 or 12 out of 10 yeah. now one of the things that happened while we were at this ranch Mm. For it was a bit of a ranch. Yes. Was that they convinced you that drop bears existed. Okay. So we were all <laughs> sat around a table and um, and Naughty brought up on his iPad a picture of a drop bear that he'd searched on on Google. I feel like I need to lay some context around my gullibility. I don't think we need to. In that... Everybody was so convincing. <laughs> and why would such an amazing group of people tell me such lies? Well, <laughs> I think it's because it's very easy to tell you a story. <laughs> and ordinarily, I don't take that much advantage of that. <laughs> but they clearly loved and relished this opportunity. In my defence, they were all very convincing liars. Well, maybe. but Very likely. They were talking about drop bears, which were essentially... Essentially, uh, koala bears with, big with great teeth. big fucking fangs. <laughs> now, after showing you some mocked up pictures on the interwebs, <laughs> Mrs. H was was starting to think, oh, these stunned show on her face that she believed that this was the thing. And then, because we'd left our, our wine in the car, mm. Bradford had to go out and get it, didn't he? And it was a bit dark. And it was very dark mm-hmm. out there because there's no, no peripheral light or whatever. So. No. Um, you couldn't really see much more than a, a metre in front of the house. No. So you wouldn't have been able to see any drop bears. <laughs> no. And they started telling us that drop bears could fall from trees and drop onto and tack you. I mean, it sounds fucking terrifying, doesn't it? Or they could fall off a building and, and, and to savage To be uninitiated, well, it sounds pretty scary. To the, to the simpletons. On the, <gasps> it may have sounded you? that way. Um, of course, I'm laughing at this because I can see the lie being woven <laughs> and I'm fully aware of the drop bear situation. So... Bradford goes goes out to the bathroom and says, look, I've got to get, get the wine, but um, it's okay, don't worry. I've put some toothpaste on my head to ward them off because they don't like mint. <laughs> so he, he, he then offers his hand to you or his head to you and he has genuinely put some mint on there. He genuinely has. And Mrs. Yeah. H is like, oh, really? Oh, that's bad. Are you going to be okay? So he's gone outside for a few minutes and she's looking quite worried. So he, he comes back in and he's like, yeah, I think this worked. We should be all right. I don't think there's anything out there, but it's just as well we did it. So... I mean, thank God he got the wine. Yeah. A, a little <laughs> bit... Arms. Well, a little bit later, they're all outside looking at the stars. And I'm going to... I was going to join them while uh-huh. they were doing that. And I said to Mrs. H, right, I'm just going to pop outside. And you said to me, what? <clears throat> I was concerned for your well-being and uh, thought maybe there was an imminent attack of drop bears if you didn't go prepared. <laughs> so I asked you... If you'd put some toothpaste on you as a precautionary measure. Now, saying it out loud now, it sounds ridiculous. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Really it really does. 
But at the time, I can't stress enough how convincing they all were. Okay, that's fine. At cementing the lie <laughs> and leading me to think that this actually existed. So you were genuinely concerned for me going outside. You, you were yes. literally saying, don't go outside until you've put your toothpaste on. Correct. Which was hilarious. So I had to go outside because I, I couldn't stop myself from laughing too much. And I had to tell them that... That, well, in fact, I sent Bradford in to tell you that the drop bears <laughs> did not exist because you were so worried about coming outside that, <clears throat> that you were worried about me going out, but also worried about going outside yourself. I mean, I had been originally worried about spiders and snakes and all kind of animals, but the biggest thing I was scared of was a bloody non-existent animal. A mythical creature. <laughs> a mythical creature. <laughs> so Bradford went in and, and, and told Mrs. H about... <laughs> about the reality of drop bears mm. much he was he was very happy with himself oh, yes he, he was there was much merriment and this this was a theme that carried on throughout the course of <laughs> of the holiday yes make up shit and see if mrs h believes it yes exactly that so there turns were, out i believe quite a lot yeah there were a variety <laughs> of lies sold to you dear wife i feel so taken advantage of do you mm. it's a terrible thing mm. so that that happened while we were <laughs> I'm glad you're uh, amused by this anecdote. But the cool thing was, while we, while we were there, we also did get to see some real real life animals. I got to see a wolf spider. That's what I was leading into. I was so excited about this. It was hiding in a saucepan. And Naughty had to come in and scoop him out and chuck him outside, didn't he? Yeah. Was he all right? No. Because <laughs> he's a wolf spider. Oh, uh, God. Uh, well... Uh, he was very excited to show me because he knew I wanted to see um, a real life bona fide spider. So he called me in and said, look, look, I found a spider. So um, I was pretty chuffed with that. Great story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we saw a wolf spider. And then he set it free. We also saw some kangaroos. Uh, some wallabies. Yeah. Uh, some, some emus. Roos, some emus and a skink. Is yeah, that right? But not on the same night. No. Well, almost on the same yeah. night. And there were just general parrots and shit flying around. They all got very excited about the birds. Yeah, yeah. There was quite a lot of wildlife. Yeah, all just buzzing around doing its stuff. <laughs> so we were out there for a couple of days. And that was good fun. Which was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So we played a few games. We played uh, some games that we, we, we tried to record with Angela and Bradford <laughs> as part of their show. I don't think they got anything of any usable content out of that. But you never know. That may surface at some Maybe. point. Maybe. Either way, we had a really good time. Yeah, lots of board games. Lots of heads up. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we introduced people to heads up. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've never played this as an iPhone... Well, here's or... a tip. Never play it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your ability to describe anything is... It turns out I can't act for shit. <laughs> yes. Is profoundly terrible. <laughs> so, um, but that was that was quite funny. We've got some great little videos of that, that yeah. happening. I like the one where uh, everyone... Because people got more and more progressively naked as we were playing this throughout the course of the I evening because it was getting hotter and hotter. Oh yes, because it was the, really the hot. roaring fire, yeah. and also because you know, hey, a bunch of swingers in a house, yeah. and then and then all of a sudden I was I was playing it, and then everyone had had I think the splits or something, and it yeah. popped up in my head, and literally everyone just fell to the floor. <laughs> I thought, what the fuck is going on? But it just turns out they were trying to act out the splits, so that was <laughs> you know quite quite fun and, and and entertaining really. So after that, we we went back to. To Sydney. Yes. And then the next day, we flew to... Uh, Melbourne. Is that it's right? It's not a test. Yeah, yes, I'm that... trying to cast my mind back. Yes, we oh did dear. go to Melbourne. This doesn't bode well if you're trying to cast your <laughs> mind back. So we went. We thought we'd have a look at Melbourne because it, it looked like an awesome place. Well, I didn't want us to just stay in one part of Australia because everyone says it's like the place to go and I thought we should just like put ourselves out there and just go and explore a bit. Well, I was led to believe that every other shop was a hipster coffee bar. Mm. It turns out they were right. <laughs> it pretty much was. It was an awesome place. It but was super fun. What was really fun is that uh, Angela had to go there for uh, for work. Yep. And we were meeting your friend from work yep. as well. We were there, an old friend from work. And while we were out looking at the penguins, because we went and saw the penguins, oh, who do we run into? But Angela. Yeah. So then we had this glorious meal where, because um, he doesn't know or didn't know that we were in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, and some various questions were asked about how we knew Angela, which is quite an interesting yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting development. So after that meal, we did tell him. Yes, we did. Uh, we did. We did, and gave him a business card and said, "On you go, on your way." So if you're listening, hello, well yeah. done. You've made it quite far. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the penguins were on the pier. That was quite cool. It was amazing. Uh, oh, what else did we do in Melbourne? We drank some margaritas. Yeah. Um, 
And then we went and found some comic book shops, and we also met some listeners. Well, I was just getting to that. Oh, yes. okay. So someone on Twitter reached out to us. Mm. Um, I haven't checked in whether we can reveal their Twitter handle or not. So um, we'll, we'll talk around them, and then if we can, we'll talk about them again next week. <laughs> well, if they get in touch and say, yeah, that's fine to yeah. mention the name, then we'll, we'll drop them a Twitter. But they were very lovely. They were. Yeah. They were. We took us to a super fun hidden secret bar. They did. It was really cool. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah. What was really nice actually is that um, they reached out to us knowing that we'd be in Melbourne and took time out of their evening, got babysitting sorted out yeah. and just, just spent a couple of hours hanging with us, which was really good fun. Really nice to hear their adventures, where they'd gone through, mm. what they'd been up to. Uh, that was really fab. I really liked that. Um, we also went down to Sorrento in Melbourne. Sorrento. Mm. What was that? <laughs> it was a really beautiful, stunning bit of coastline, and we uh, saw yes. Arthur's Seat, and we went all up into the windy, mountainy bits. Oh uh, yeah, that was really nice. Your yeah. friend took us all over yeah. the place on there, so it was we had a, beautiful, some amazing views. Yeah, so Melbourne was really stunning. Mm. Good. Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right then. Then what do we do? Then we went back to Sydney. Okay. And apologies if this is just a little bit about us talking about what we've done on holiday. <laughs> there are some interesting, valid points that we'll get to. Absolutely. At some point or other. Maybe next week, maybe the week <laughs> after. But we will get there, and it'll be great when we do. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, that was the end of the episode. Thanks for joining the <laughs> Hubbard podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, no, no, seriously. We, we went back to Sydney. Yeah. And then we crammed quite a bit in, really, didn't we, when we went back to Sydney? We really did, because then we only had a few days to go to Perth. Yes. Yes. So we did the Star Wars exhibit. Oh, that was super fun. That was, it was like Star Wars identities, and you mm-hmm. could pick your um, your your sort of journey through life as a Star Wars character and pick who you are and what you did. Unsurprisingly, I joined the dark side. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> the first thing that Mrs. H did was like, yeah, I'm going to join the dark side, totally. that's for me. That's where the party's at. And at the end, they, they do... Um, put up a picture of your character. So whereas mine was birthed in tragedy and won a pod race and <laughs> saved billions or something, oh, and was, was Jedi a, in your ways. Yeah, and was this legendary hero. Yours was like, um, yeah, this stuff happened, but mainly um, she joined the dark side with with Darth Absolutely. Vader and fucked shit up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was kind of cool because with all the original Star Wars props, so we got some good photos of that. Yeah, and saw the little vehicles, and yeah, I was in. I was having a nerdgasm the whole time. <laughs> Constant nerdgasm. Absolutely. And then we saw the Opera House the same day. Um, yeah, that and was super did the stunning. botanical gardens and saw some carnivorous plants. So it was a, like it was a really nice chilled out. A bit of a touristy day. Didn't touristy it? day. Yeah. And then the evening was an interesting one. Uh, yes. So at this point in our holiday, we had fallen foul of of flu uh, or colds or whatever uh, you. Yeah. Swing man of flu, flu, man flu, whatever you want to call it. We think patient zero might have been Daryl, but we I can't so. back that up. Completely. Because, no. you know, well, we, no. it, it looked like what he had, if yeah. I'm going to, you know. We were battling some hench colds either way. Yeah, definitely some hench colds <laughs> by this point. And my voice had gone. You were like Batman. Where's Falcon? <laughs> my voice was down here. So I think it was to your advantage, really, that your voice went all the It down. was more like that. <laughs> oh, no, no, it, it was, wasn't. It was a little bit more like that. <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it was, was def- very Batman. It was, it was very... <laughs> grumbly, rumbly, and the colds hadn't come out fully either, so it was just mm. dry, dry, dry voices. And so the best way to tackle that is, of course, to drink. Oh, absolutely! And keep your fluids up. Yeah, keep your fluids up. Mm. And I think that was the sensible thing that we did. So we were due to meet Kate and Daryl, yeah, and their friends, Mister and Missus Negroni. Yes, I love how we're recounting this over a Negroni. Yes, this is quite good. How excellent. Not literally Mr. Negroni or Mrs. Negroni, but just a Negroni. Just a random one we found on the street. <laughs> so we, um, yes, we reconvened with the lovely Kate and Darrell and Mr. and Mrs. Negroni. Mm-hmm. And we we had some food and some more drinks because we really needed more drinks by this point. And then we went to a bar, right? <laughs> and this bar had, the, the most important bit was that it had an Adams Family pinball machine. Yes, I thought you were going to say the most important bit was the barmaid that you were chatting at. Well, I will get to that in a moment. Okay. So, but the most important bit was the fact that it had an Adams Family mm. pinball machine, which is if you're a pinball aficionado, pinball wizard, whatever mm-hmm. one you want to call it, it's one of the best pinball machines out there. It was really good. So we spent quite a few. I don't know what denominations it was. You were I, just I, chucking I, coins in. Yeah. You kept coming back to the table and demanding I empty my purse. Yes. 
<laughs> give me more cash Boys, for pinball. Give me more money. <laughs> yes. You had a go. You were notoriously bad at it. Fine. Yes, I was a bit shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we found that you're pretty shit at games. Thanks. Was one of our learnings <laughs> of, of the evening. And because Mrs. Negroni wasn't around for the first part of the evening, was no. she? So in that meantime, I think the, the, the mission was, not the mission, but our given right was to drink as much as we physically could. Yeah, obviously, mm. you know. Because that seemed to be our mission pretty much every day. Yeah, and we were getting reports in from when she was at work, when she was leaving, yeah. what was going on. So we just did the right thing and propped the bar up and drank our weight and everything. Yeah, I think we did. Mr. Negroni did not help. He kept buying tequila. Well, he did towards the, the sort of latter part of that evening. I would and, say from the middle. Uh, well, <laughs> right. yeah, maybe. Tequila is not my friend. It is one of my natural enemies. Yeah. So we, we started doing tequila shots and being dragged into some sort of tequila fueled. Um, boozy wonder haven of yeah of I got dragged into a random darts match yeah you, you did that uh, there was dancing to be had there was uh, singing singing to be had we'll come to that in a second there was a barmaid who was very interested in hearing my adventures until I got dragged away oh <laughs> terrible terrible not by loss. me I know I know not by you and then a guy came out with a guitar ah oh. then he started singing and playing guitar and he, he was, was right. he was alright wasn't he he was pretty he good he was good. doing a mix of things and we were sort of, because there weren't that many people in the bar. No. Only 30, 40 people or so, I would have said. In total. Yeah. And although, given the fact that I'm using drunk memory here, that could be <laughs> very different. And then Kate, I think, organised for me to go up and sing Tenacious D. Well, I believe we asked him to play Tenacious D and he didn't really know any. Well, I'm not sure how this went down. <laughs> I was A, too drunk and B... My throat wasn't wasn't in the best of situations. <laughs> so imagine Batman singing Tenacious D. <laughs> yeah. So so I get called slash shunted to the stage. Is it tribute you sang? It was tribute. How excellent. Um, I think there may exist a video of me I singing that. I think there that. does. Um, I don't ever want to see it. It is not my finest moment. Well, put it another way. There exists a video of me meeting the floor and being very drunk. So if I have to live with that memory, you can live with your tenacious well, we're D singing. Get onto that <laughs> bit in just a moment. So yeah, so I was drunk enough to stand up and attempt to sing tribute. Yes. This is not the greatest song in the world. That's probably how it went. Batman singing tribute. Yeah. <laughs> this is a tribute. That's <laughs> hmm. pretty so, good. So we then ended up going back to Mr. and Mrs. Negroni's house for a quick drink. Uh, yes, another drink. Another drink, because we needed one of those. And then we realised what the time was, because the next day <laughs> we were supposed to fly out at 7am in the morning uh, to Perth. Yeah. Time was making fool of us. Well, and again. drink was as well. Yeah. And at this point, it was quite clear that we were quite drunk. A little inebriated, yes. And it was also quite clear that you were very drunk. <laughs> Okay, yes. I try and consume the same amount of alcohol as you, which is probably not a wise idea. <laughs> you made me sound like a raging alcoholic, dear. <laughs> uh, well, clearly my alcohol tolerance should not be matched with uh, a man's drinking. <laughs> Even if it's a hobbit-sized man, it should not. No. So we eventually um, had to leave there because we had to get a move on. And go and, and pack a case. And go and pack a case. <laughs> so we jump in in a cab. Yeah. It would have been lovely to stay and, and, and catch up with more because we're having such fun. Yeah. But it was really clear that we needed to sort our shit out. While we're in the Uber, we find out that Bradford and Angela are actually at the Owl House. Yay. So they said, why don't you come by <laughs> have some more and drinks. have a drink? <laughs> and we, we thought, what a great idea. We said, that sounds like a great <laughs> idea. So we jump in the cab, end up going to the Owl House. And the guy drops us... I don't know. Oh, he got he, us he, lost. He got us he? lost. And it was it was clear that it was very near to the Owl House, but we weren't exactly sure where. Now, you fell over at this point, yeah, getting out of the cab. Just fell over, nothing just, really. Yeah. So I've got a picture of you just sat in a crumpled <laughs> Sprawled heap on, the floor on the pavement. With your phone all over the yeah. place. In a bit of a Looking mess. Looking very sorry for myself. <laughs> now, at this point, it's safe to say that Mrs. H started having a little bit of an emotional breakdown. Oh. Now, we're going to talk about that. A bit about that in the next episode. Okay. So I think we're going to tackle that and some, not some of the stuff that sparked it, but just some of those emotional pieces and what happened with that. That's fair. Um, because, you know, this is, this is very much a recap of, of what went on. But what was really funny is when we turned <laughs> up to the Owl House, 
Bradford sauntered over and could see that Mrs. H was in tears. Oh. <laughs> and he said, it sort of almost, don't worry there, little pilgrim. I'll sort this out. As he tapped me on the back and sent me in into the place to get a drink. I'll have this fixed in a jiffy, sir. This will be nay bother. I've got this. Oh, poor No Bradford. problem. So deluded. As you're sat there crying on a table outside the place. Well, he'd never really met a drunken Mrs. H before, had he? Well, I think he's met drunken Mrs. H on a number of occasions. Well, he's not met but his drunken... emotional. Emotional yeah. drunk. And you were a wreck. Uh, there were tears. Yeah. There were more tears. Um, it was a hot mess. You were an absolute hot mess. Mm. And what made me laugh is that people kept going out to try and solve <laughs> this issue, thinking they would be able to do it. I know that you, you, you're just going to eventually cry yourself out and, and it's going to... Yeah sort itself out and I know that there's no logical way through no. that journey you can't reason with a drunken hot mess no especially when I'd already tried all the reasoning techniques no. and they hadn't worked and, and normally... the thing is people kept bringing like drinks to me <laughs> that's like, the funny the thing so we ended up drinking <laughs> more and you being in an absolute wreck yeah not my finest moment not your finest moment but what a lovely bunch of friends we have that kept coming out to try and re- rescue me. Well, that that was very nice of them. But I think your true friends showed themselves when we managed to uh. get you back to Bradford and Angela's place. <laughs> and then we took pictures of you lying on the floor, uh, you half asleep, and sc- some video of you just screaming at people. <laughs> What are you doing? Why? Why? And then you all proceeded to um, take pictures of you, like mounting me in heroic <laughs> poses. Like well, we'd downed a lion yes. and shot our prey. And we all had our feet on you at one point. God's sake. Fine. <laughs> and then I think there is a picture of you sat on the toilet as well. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, anyway. All the dignity has gone all, out the window. Yeah, and this ended up being, I don't know, it was something like one o'clock in the morning, I think. <laughs> And we had to get up at six yeah. and still pack all of our stuff that had been strayed around Bradford and Angela's house <laughs> so that we could go to Perth. Yep. So the alarm went off at six. And I wanted to die. Yes. Yeah. In fact, actually, I think the, the night before, you spent eight minutes just on your back trying to get up because you'd fallen out of bed. Bearing in mind, the mattress was on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like a big turtle. Mm-mm. Again, I'm going to lay the blame of Mr. Mr. Negroni for most of this. Mr. Negroni. Mr. Negroni. Just constantly giving me tequila shots and lots of wine. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Someone has to take the rap first. It's him, is it? It's him. It's him. Yeah, he's we, my scapegoat. Did he dis- disarm you with his, his with his charms and his funny laugh and his funny words? Oh, he's a really nice guy. He's a sweetie. He is. He is. He's super funny. But it, it didn't make you drink all that drink. I think yes, you, did. you did that yourself. He strong-armed me into it. Strong-armed you into it. <laughs> doesn't check out quite the way that I thought it would. But okay, mm. fine. Let's say that it does. Fine. So the next day, we ran around like a bunch of idiots. And I say run round. It was more like a slug, <laughs> sluggish crawl, trying to pack everything, yeah. chuck it into a case, and then... Went to Perth. Then go to Perth. Yeah. And so we all we all managed to get into... To the lounge with Bradford and Angela, right? <laughs> yeah. And we're all sat there, all us four are sat Looking there. Looking really, really and sorry for ourselves. We must have been the most sorry party there. <laughs> and everyone was sort of trying to have a little bit of a, a, a bit of water yeah. and a little bit of a bite to eat. Oh dear. It was quite funny. Yes. And you were very sorry for yourself. I really was. And still emotional from the yeah, night before. Very. Yeah. So it was a, a, a little bit... <laughs> <laughs> Of an adventure for you, wasn't it? Yes, it was. One of your finest moments, dear. (laughs) Right, let's have a quick break and then we'll start talking about (laughs) Perth. (laughs) And we're back to the sexy part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a contradiction in terms because it's never really sexy for us. Do you want some like sexy boom chicka wow wow (laughs) music? (laughs) Can you do that again? Boom, chicka, wow, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You're in the mood for love now. I am. It sounded more like the uh, the old witch doctor song. What? No. Ching, chang, walla, walla, bing, bang. It was something like that, wasn't it? It's me trying to set the tone for sexier talk. (laughs) I'm here to fix your boiler. (laughs) So, um, this part of the show gets a lot sexier. 
pretty X-rated. Well, a little bit X-rated. Mm. Mm. There is finger banging. Oh my god. <laughs> You can't just go straight in with finger banging without any lube and any sort of kind of buy your leave. Okay. Hold on, folks. Lube up. There's some finger banging. Better? Okay. It was a okay. slightly gentler segue into the finger banging segment. <laughs> well, right, we'll, 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 we'll find our way into some finger okay. banging shortly. Um, Work but first, our way in. In, in the gap when, when we stopped recording and then started recording again, yes. we've had about 10 messages. Oh, really? From uh, Barney and Emma Stone. Oh, wonderful. I know. They, mm. They're just sending us stuff. So if they're listening right now, stop fucking sending us messages. We're trying to record an episode, all right? I'm about to talk about finger banging. I so know, come right? On. Come on. Right. Get to the finger banging. <laughs> so we get to Perth. And the first, actually, before we get to all the sexy times in Perth. Okay. Because there is a little bit of travel guide stuff that we still yeah, need to do. Fine. But, we'll, you know, we'll get to the good stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a meet and greet in Perth. That oh, night. Yay. That was awesome. Post hangover. <laughs> God. I think so, I had never drank so little alcohol for a, a kind of social situation that I thought I would need lots of drinks for. <laughs> well, it was quite funny because we, we 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 booked to come on this thing, but because of the night before, we'd obviously indulged a little bit too much. Broken ourselves. Broken a bit. ourselves. <laughs> and the six of us, and by the six of us, it was uh, us, by the by, mm. and uh, Naughty and Rocket. Yeah. Um, Turning up, and it was probably the saddest, <laughs> the saddest six people that that were probably a little bit weary yeah. <laughs> from drink. That, and, that a, and a up. five and a half hour flight. Yeah, so there was that thrown in. But we managed to pick ourselves up, actually. Everyone yeah. came to life a little bit. Yeah. But it was a little bit of a struggle because I think we, we had indulged a little bit too much <laughs> for the previous two weeks. <laughs> so we went to this lovely meet and greet. We did. And Who we did we nice meet? Oh, my God. We met uh, Swinging Out West. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> I'll I leave think, it hanging there for a minute. I think you've got a little bit of a crush on him. I think he's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember, you can't say his name. I wasn't going to say his name. I can't remember what they call themselves. Well, but you can So that we can't say his name anyway. No, even I if know. you wanted to. But we, we met them. But they were lovely. They were lovely, weren't they? Yeah, they were both very, very sweet. And we met a few other people. Some yes, people from did. Twitters. Hello, peoples. You know who you Hello, are. Hello, peoples from Twitter. Peoples from Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we met some lovely people, actually. It was a really nice um, little gathering. So we had a fair few people come along, and we had ah. a little private area. Huh? Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> everyone was very well behaved. Apart from the raucous party in the next booth to us that kept dancing on tables and breaking the furniture. Well, there was that. And that wasn't us, though. It did sort of turn into a nightclub at whatever time. So we, <laughs> we had this little room of tranquility for a few hours and then it descended into madness just outside the curtains <laughs> but it was lovely to meet everybody it was really fab actually and we, we got to spend a good bit of time with the Swinging Out West guys yeah. and gals guy Aww. and gals um, and they're really lovely they and really they are. brought uh, a lady with them as well yeah. she was lovely so hello if you did listen eventually thank you mm. you got there in the end hooray <laughs> um, and we met someone that was from the UK which was cool oh yeah Hello, how are you doing? Hello, fellow uh, UK person. That's right, <laughs> that there. Uh, and then met some other people as well. So it was really nice just chilling out and hanging with people, having a good chat, um, talking stories, talking about the show. That was yeah. really cool. It was a nice so evening. If you turned up, um, thank Hello. you. Hello, <laughs> thank you. Well done. Good moves. So we did that. Mm. And then the next day, we were off to a new place. Yes, um, another adventure. Uh, Eagle Bay? Margaret Wither. Mar- Margaret River. Margaret River? Yeah, I think that's That sounds like um, like Jackie Collins or something. <laughs> like she writes a series of dirty novels. <laughs> Have um, you read the latest Margaret River? Yes, it was ever so saucy. <laughs> well, that's good because you are actually entering the saucier segment. The saucier segment of this mm. part of the show. Welcome. Yeah, such saucy adventures what we had on the road. Well, one of the things we found actually, as you said the road, was that um, mm-hmm. it was very easy, given the fact that there were three of us in the back seat, yeah. Andrew in the back as well, yeah. that we could have some sexy fun times as we were travelling. Because so, you weren't driving. Because I wasn't yeah. driving, yeah. And because, you know, road wine and drinking and going on more wine tasting, because we needed more of that. Makes you a little bit frisky. It does. Well, just just being next to you makes me a little bit frisky. Oh, makes but you a little playful. It does, but also I think you were feeling a little bit playful because you were in between Bradford and myself. Yeah, it made me feel pretty playful. Yeah, I bet it did. <laughs> so, before you knew it, your pants were around your ankles. 
Wow, yes. And you were getting some road finger blasting. You insisted I remove my clothes in the back of a car. <laughs> yes, well, you didn't seem to mind too much. There wasn't much resistance put up. No, not at all. Um, so, you know, that was the order of the day, really, wasn't it? Yeah, that set the tone then. <laughs> Every time we got in the car. What's going to happen next? Well, I know. It was quite fun. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't complaining. No, you weren't complaining. So back, back you did a bit of moaning, but no yeah, complaining. Yeah, killed a little bit of time in the car. So as we were driving along, which is quite funny because uh, Naughty was driving. Oh, that poor man. <laughs> Bless him. And, and he couldn't really see what was going on. Now, it's safe to say, I think, and I, I don't think you'll mind me, mind me saying this, he is a little bit of a fanboy. I just kept hearing him in the car in the front going, get fucked, you lot. <laughs> well, I think that's because there was often the threat of someone coming on the ceiling of his car <laughs> and making a mess of his of his, of his truck. And I, I think he was starting to get a bit upset about that, but also the fact that he couldn't see what was going on. And because he was driving, he couldn't be part of that action. So Rocket, bless her, was, was sort of... Giving him a little bit of a grope every now and then. Did a great job of like turning around and watching and then describing to him what was happening. <laughs> to which he retorted, get fucked you lot. <laughs> and we were like, don't worry, there's some wet wipes in the back of a car. Mr. H, you're a wanker. <laughs> Mr. H, you're a prick. I think it was his get fucked you lot. Was, was his sort mantra. Of, yeah, I think there was the, 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 the three bits. Yeah. So, um, so that happened. And then, um, then Bradford and Angela got into the back. And they had some fun times and sexy times in the back with them. Yes, they did. Now, on one of the journeys, and I have to address this because I know some fucker is going to say it. Oh, so you might as well damage control it. I might as well damage control it. Tell your version to you. I will tell my version of it. Because no one's going to believe you. No one is going to believe me. (laughs) No one still believes you to this day. No, I know. And I know. So my confession is (laughs) thus, right? (laughs) So as we were travelling traveling along, and this is on like, the second or third mm. car journey in Perth or whatever it was. Yeah. And bear in mind, we're travelling for a good hour or whatever here and there. Mrs. H offers some head. Well, not just to anyone, to you. To me. Specifically. Yeah. And I said no. <gasps> I know. And the whole car was aghast. Now, now I initially... <laughs> and this is where I <laughs> talk myself about <laughs> two things. And this is going to bring up another topic in a moment. And I said no. And I said it was because I was feeling full. Oh my God. Again, the car was aghast. The car was aghast. Bradford, Literally I think, beside themselves. Like, what the fuck? I thought Bradford was going to, was just going to kick me Stop out of the car. Stop the car and kick you out. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah. They were like, why? Why would you do that? Why? The reality was, was that I wasn't feeling particularly well. Oh, well, you didn't tell us this. I didn't say that because I, I didn't think everyone would make a big deal. So I said... Why would they not make a big deal out of you turning down Roadhead? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I misjudged the situation. <laughs> really what I should did. have done is just powered through it. What was the worst that could have happened? I had... Well, I was feeling a bit sick. So I could have been sick uh, on you. Oh, gone over a bump and... Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> So that wouldn't have been great. That, then you could have been covered in jizz and sick. But it's a dark fetish. Let's but, not go there. <laughs> so that would have been the worst thing that would have happened. The best yeah. thing that would have happened would, would have been I'd have had some roadhead and I'd have been very happy. <laughs> but I wasn't feeling great. So I turned it down and they ripped the piss out of me. To for, your chakra and they didn't ever let you day. forget it. Yeah, and it's come up since a couple of times. So is the reason for this unwell um, feeling because you ate too much pizza and wine? Well, it may have been that, yes. <laughs> and this leads me... In the hour preceding the offer of Roadhead. Yes, there, there was that. <laughs> and also, I don't travel particularly well in the car, as you so well know. So would you know. say you brought this on yourself, maybe? Well, like many things, I've probably brought it on myself to a slight degree, and I may be slightly Did responsible for it. the great pineapple misadventure um, of uh, 19... 19- no, 2003, not, not teach you any lessons. Well, there have been some <laughs> lessons that I've learned and clearly eating too much was, was not one of them. Well, I didn't realise that I was going to be having some sexy times in the car. So I ate lunch appropriately <laughs> for the way that we've been eating it and that I shoved everything I could fucking find down my gullet because uh, that's how we've trained on holiday. Um, now, the other thing that, that was discovered around this time, in fact, a couple of times throughout the holiday, is that if I go to a restaurant and I have pizza... I will eat it with a knife and fork. Oh my god! Which apparently because makes me a psycho. That's fucking psychotic. Well, it's not psychotic. Yes, it is. I also endorse pineapple on a pizza, but I know that you're fine with that. You can't backtrack on that. I'm okay with that. 
I'm but okay some with people it. Some people would would assume that that, that would might mean... assume that that makes you again a psycho. And um, the other thing that that I'm sure will get mentioned, and I think Bradford mentioned on his latest episode, so I'm I'm picking this uh, one up and uh, filming to You it. don't drink beer. I don't drink <laughs> beer. I don't like beer. I'll drink spirits. Oh, I'll drink dear. wine. I'll even drink a. So this really is the triforce of like what is going on here. You don't drink beer. You um you eat pizza with a knife and fork only if it's in a restaurant. Uh, And you accept pineapple on pizzas. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) this makes you a psychopath. Apparently so. But I see. I think eating pizza with a knife and fork if you get served in a restaurant. No, it's fine in a restaurant. But if you get, a, I don't know, like a Domino's or something at home, then I don't eat it with a knife and fork. You know this as well as I do. Because that would be really weird. That would be fucking mental. And I <laughs> get that. That's a step too far. That's, that's just <laughs> insane. I'm also not that keen on folding my pizza if I do eat it when I put my hands up. But I, that depends on the type of pizza that it is. All right. <laughs> I'm quite particular about Poor this. Bradford. I know. I think, I think... I don't think he'll ever recover from this. Well... I don't know. I think I might have smashed some dreams there with him on that I front. I think so. And, yeah. and then, obviously, the embuggerance of the whole thing. You turned down Roadhead. I know. What a fucking what, what asshole. A, what a mess. I know, That's right? right. So, so that night, I think it was that night, actually, <laughs> moving swiftly onwards. So I stand by the fact that I'm not... Well, you recovered when we got back. Uh, yes, I felt Because you better. had a little power snooze to recover. I think what you'll find is, is that um, both Angela and I put you on a sofa at our new place. Yeah. And then brought you off. Yeah. Well, Bradford made awesome chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. So what was really nice about this whole adventure is that there were people taking turns cooking. Oh, I thought really... you were going to say bringing me off then. <laughs> well, there was a bit of that as well. I your turn. Yeah, your turn. It's like a deli counter. Oh, my God. Number 125, please. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that was, a, that was a bit of a jam-packed evening. So that mm. was the evening that we met um, Naughty and Rockets at Manticorn. Manicorn. Or Manicorn. Manicorn. Manticorn. Yeah. Um... So we met him. And we did uh, some liqueur tasting as well. You know, oh, just yes, to we really did. top things just, off. Just to make sure that we, we were We were suitably like inebriated. Full of diabetes and so, like alcohol. So he was he was brought into the group. Yes. For for a night and, and at our place at Eagle Bay. Yeah. Eagle Bay. Um and we as we got into the place, literally Angela and I just started playing with you. How delightful. So this poor chap walks in and... Poor chap? Well, he didn't... I don't think he quite realised oh, how see. open a situation it was. into. Yeah, so he sits down <laughs> at the sofa and, and there's Angela and I going to town on you. Well, Bradford, like... Makes, makes some really chicken. banging fried chicken. <laughs> and kudos to Bradford. That oh, man can cook fucking decent that, fried chicken. Yeah, that chicken was amazing. Because I, I also know how distraught he was the next day when, when he discovered that you'd eaten it all. I didn't. It was you. It wasn't me. Jacques wife. I promise it wasn't me. Jacques No, it wasn't. All right, then. I stand by that. Okay, mm. fine. I would put me on my Jeremy Kyle show. I'll take a lie detector There is test. no Jeremy Kyle show anymore. Well, that's why my plan is so, like, genius. No, it's not. Fine. <laughs> Anyways, so he made... While he was making chicken, we were playing with you... On the sofa with your legs over the back of the sofa, which was hilarious. <laughs> yes. So you seem to enjoy that. I did. And what else did I receive? Well, I'm going to get to that in just right, a moment. Then. Well, this truly is the naughty segment. It is the naughty segment. Mm. So we had fried chicken, which was delightfully naughty. That's not what I meant. Oh, I know that's not what you meant. <laughs> so while we're there, um, Angela and Bradford um, did a bit of a... Demo. S- service top moment. Yeah. Yeah. With Rocket. Yes. So they gave her a bit of a spanking. And just to set a little scene there, there was a beautiful fire. Log fire. And um, an ottoman right in front of the fire, which looked ideally placed for such activities. And uh, Nick Offerman. <laughs> Nick Offerman. <laughs> in front of the roaring fire. Please spank me on Nick Offerman in front of a fire. <laughs> With his moustache and everything. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't actually turn that down. I know you wouldn't. I really like that man's voice. Anyway, <laughs> moving on and moving swiftly back to the ottoman in front of the fire. So would you say it was a poof? No, it was an ottoman. <laughs> it was a spanking bench. It sounds like a superhero for um, like Adventures <laughs> by the River. It is I, Ottoman. <laughs> so Administer a flogging. <laughs> yeah. So Rocket was put through her paces uh, with Angela and Bradford. Yeah, like good twenty um, minutes or so. And they got um, 
they actually froze the um, one of the paddly things. Oh yeah, that was quite yeah. There cool. was a lot of sensory Literary. play, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, that was quite sensual or sensory, sensory. sensual sensory <clears throat> play. Sensory with like the heat of the fire combined with having things placed in the freezer and then on your skin. And Talking of fire, I think it was at this point that Bradford revealed that he knew all of the lyrics to "We Didn't Start the Fire." Okay, weird segue. But it fine. was, but true. True story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was. Um, it was pretty impressive. It was. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Right. So, anyway, Rocket... back to the Ottoman, the Nick Offerman. <laughs> yes, Nick Offerman. So, Bradford returned to making chicken. Yes, and as he should. As he should, because you know it was absolutely finger licking, good finger banging, good finger banging, good, <laughs> definitely. And then you got asked if you wanted, yeah, some attention. And this is interesting because in the past I've always regretted turning down opportunities to give this a go um i've just dithered too much in my decision making and then the moments passed so i thought no this time i'm just gonna put myself out there and on nick offerman in front of the fire <laughs> well i think the first thing that drew you in was the fact that it was right in front of the fire and i do like to be warm you do yes you do like to be but actually hot. there was something really nice about that whole setting well, it was um, like, so there were sort of a whole sofa range around it. So it was almost like a viewing platform with a table in Yeah, I mean, it was between. a stunning environment, to be fair. The mm-hmm. fire was awesome. It was an ideally placed sort of scenario. You couldn't have, you couldn't have had a better environment for no. it. Uh, it was just stunning. With some of my best friends standing yeah, up there. Yeah, and, and who better than the amazing Angela? Exactly. So I took my position up on Nick Offerman mm-hmm. in front of the fire. <laughs> okay. So what's going through your head? Um, okay, so I was I was intrigued. Um, I knew I was in good hands because um, Angela had already kind of given me a bit of a rundown that she would constantly check in with me mm-hmm. and we'd have some safe words and that this was really just a gentle um, intro yeah. to that kind of um, play. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was really, really down for kind of experiencing that um, with a view to maybe in the future, you know, exploring that with you. Mm-hmm. So I thought... That's a really good opportunity. And also I was quite um, interested by the idea of you sitting there and watching that mm-hmm. and seeing what you thought of it. Yeah, it was, to be fair, it's fine because we've seen enough of those yeah. sort of demos. And I think you you often, like you say, you've wanted to take part, but by the time you get your arse in gear, to <laughs> say that you do, you, you've worried so much about it that you... Of a moment's you, passed. moment has passed. Absolutely. But what's also interesting is that you don't actually ask that either. I know, I don't. You're absolutely right. Whereas I think you do like it if we do um, play in that sort of scenario or that world, mm. but it's not something that you ever ask for. So Correct. it's like an interesting conundrum in that way. Yeah, no, so I agree. So what was it like? Tell us. What did it feel mm-hmm. like? Um, well, what struck me most was the fact that it was I... Angela. <laughs> <laughs> what struck me most was the fact that I very quickly forgot about everything else around me um i had i wouldn't have batted an eyelid if like 20 people had entered the room Mm -hmm. because i really gave myself over to the moment and a little bit of sort of subspace then potentially well i'm not familiar with that i mean i know what it is Mm -hmm. and i know well you're quite familiar with being blank though aren't you oh my god (laughs) vacant (laughs) oh i'm thinking about sausages and all sorts of things (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm very familiar with, obviously, subspace that it exists. I've always been a bit sceptical of that, if I'm honest, because I can't actually imagine a scenario where I would enter that. However, I did find it remarkably easy to just switch off from everything else um, and just let let Angela do her her thing and just concentrate on how I felt. Mm. And for me... And I know you'll agree, it's really rare that I completely do switch off and allow myself not to be distracted by things. Mm. So I did. Very selfishly, I just forgot about everyone else in the room and just concentrated on what I was going to feel next and whether it was going to be um, firmer or more painful and I wondered where my pain threshold would be. As it happens, it was it was quite a gentle demo. It was, mm. it was nothing that was would break me. And what struck me as well that Angela checked in with me <clears throat> really frequently, very quietly, just to say, "Are you still green? Is everything okay?" And everything was fine. It wasn't enough to bring me out of where I was. It was just a gentle check in, and yeah. that was lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah, I really did. And I probably could have gone on for um, a lot longer. And I would have. I was really interested to know how much more I could have pushed my boundaries. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting too. 
Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to explore that in the future? What's yeah. your take? Yeah. I think so. Cool. I don't right, know. We'll be to back what... in about forty-five minutes. <laughs> I don't know to what capacity, and I, I certainly don't see myself entering some kind of like kink world as such, mm-hmm. and you know, joining that whole fat life community, which you know is is a big thing for people but i do think it's something that could play a small part in what we do okay so dip your toes in yeah nice. yeah not not something that would be all-encompassing but something that we would dip into now and then yeah well, that sounds how did you feel it was interesting watching it because i think i've seen enough of that um to, to have a very basic understanding of how it goes down and what happens mm. i think what's what's fascinating is is that we we haven't played in that environment for a no. little while and we haven't not especially having seen so many things sort of since we've played mm. in that environment um i kind of have a better understanding of what to do and how to apply it mm. but because you haven't asked for it i just haven't done it yeah. so it was kind of in my head i was like ah well i could do all of that yeah and and i know it but by the same token i was like fine it's nice for you to experience that um and the opportunity to play with angela should never be passed up of course <laughs> um and it was it was nice watching it but I was also kind of a little bit like, well, you know, you don't ask me for that, so therefore, how do I feel about it? Yeah. And I was absolutely fine, but for a moment, I was like, oh, okay, how do, I'm not sure how I, quite how I feel. Mm-hmm. But but ultimately, it was absolutely fine. And and to be fair, it was in company of such good friends that mm. that it didn't didn't really bother me in the slightest. Um, it was only that initial bit as as it started, I was like, hmm, okay. Sure. But um, you know, I'm I'm very happy to to play in that area and that space. Um, what was interesting though is is that when we've almost done a little bit of that with friends before, you've not liked it particularly. You mean you doing that with other people? Mm. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's an interesting balance of how we how we find that. You're absolutely right, and that's because I know we haven't explored it much together. So I think probably my preference is that we explore that together first before okay. that starts um, being extended to other people. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I can understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah. So that was that. That was a pretty sexy night. It really was. Yeah. And I think it was the next day our, our our way home, our way back to Perth. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> it was. It was well. The next big thing that happened was that on our on our last day of that place, we had a sexy photo shoot. Ah, oh, we did. Um, and by sexy photo shoot, I meant I mean all of the women dressed up really <laughs> delightfully and looked fantastic and gorgeous and stunning. Yourself yeah. included, of course, <laughs> uh, in the new out- underwear that you... Oh, the honey bird Yes, stuff. which looked really hot. And then all the chaps, so <laughs> uh, Bradford and Naughty and I, took loads of pictures of you women doing lots of different things. That was super fun. So there was a pool really table downstairs, so we took some pics of that. Uh, we had Angela knocking balls into yeah. pockets. <laughs> it was a stunning location to do this little photo shoot as well. Yeah, some really nice light coming in. There were loads of blinds in our room that, that created some really nice pics, which mm. we put out and about on social media and stuff. So you can have a look around, you'll find those. Um, and it was just fun. And it because everyone was just wandering around, we were just taking different pictures. Mm. There was no pressure on anybody or anything like that. It was just, a, oh, let's try this. That, so it was... What I really liked was just actually going up to all three women and saying, right, okay, you three look this way, do that, place here, stand here, and then just getting that picture. And it, some of them came came across really, really yeah, well. It's, it's such a shame that we can't share some of them uh, with you listeners because they do have uh, faces and yeah. um, other body parts involved. <laughs> other body parts. Yeah. You can't possibly show my knee on Twitter. No, not your left thigh, dear, or your ankle. <laughs> Only a tark will show her ankle online. So it was... Although actually it's reminded me of really funny that the previous morning we'd had that little pool tournament, which was uh, super fun. Yes. I loved that. No, I know why you loved that, no. because that was your little moment of redemption. Ah, after being ridiculous and being crowned the most gullible of gullible people that ever existed. Well, I think people were starting to wonder how much they could sell you <laughs> and how much could they get away with chatting to you. And, <laughs> and then, then you played pool. Yeah. And I redeemed myself. A yeah, bit. and I know that you're generally not that great at pool all the time. Yeah. I, I've beaten you at pool so many <laughs> times; it's untrue. And not this time. But not this time. You were on on form completely, <laughs> and actually kicked everyone's asses yeah. up until the very end. I think. Yeah. 
and that. That was a great morning. <laughs> and I think you, you walked around looking so fucking happy with yourself for that, that <laughs> afternoon. You were like, yeah, now everyone knows I'm all right. I'm not a fucking idiot. This is great. <laughs> so it was a, it was a really a little fun little victory. moment. Yeah, you did have to have your victory. And that was, I'm so happy that you managed to get that. <laughs> that was really cool. Oh, yeah. It was really awesome. So we did that. Um, I think a few of us have put pictures of that actually online. I think yeah, all of think us have, so. have, have posted one or two. So, you know, you've only got to check our Twitter and whatnot out and you'll be able to see some of those pics. Then we went back to Perth. And this was pretty much our last couple of days before we had to go. Oh, yeah. So on our penultimate day, was it? We went to Rocknest Island. Yeah, we which... saw Quackers. Quackers. So the the thing that really cracked me up is that I don't think Mrs. H had any idea of how many of these fucking little quokka things that, <laughs> that, that were going to be around this this island. Now, if you if you don't know what a quokka is, it's like a sort of cute uh, rat. Yeah, it's like a cute <laughs> giant rat, um, but really cute. But really cute, and they sort of hop around a bit, and they're Just really friendly, look adorable. and they they're desperate to take the food out of your hands, even though you're not supposed to feed I'm them. I'm desperate to cuddle them. I know you were. So we get off, off the boat, because you, you have to take a boat to get to the island. And as we're wandering along, I'm like, what are those little mammal things? Oh, they're the quokkas. Mrs. So H, cute. absolutely, her heart melts. And you can see that she's just loving taking <laughs> pictures of them. And then she sees another, oh, there's another one. There's another one. And honestly, I shit you not, there were like 40 fucking thousand of these beasts <laughs> on this, this island. And yeah. it ended up being this hilarious exchange where you were just walking around taking picture after picture after quokka after quokka after quokka. Which... I had my quota of quokkas. Yes, your, your <laughs> quokka quota. And oh, it was, they were lovely. It was just marvellous to see you so happy seeing these little <laughs> little beasties. Also, they sold the um, Vegemite-shaped things. Oh, God, I love those. So you, we were walking around carrying a box of those for a bit. Yeah, they were, were awesome. <laughs> it was a really nice day. And we like, saw uh, King Skinks. Yeah, and, loads uh, of spiders. Yeah, loads of different things. Yeah, so it was a great it was day. really nice, chilled-out um, day. And I think the difficulty was there was a level of melancholiness about it because we knew that our holiday overall was starting to... It was on the, yeah, the downward end. And I think... Everyone was a bit knackered because we'd all we'd all had a bit too much to drink for the last three weeks, and we'd all had a bit too much fun and adventure. We were all in burnout mode by that point, and I think everyone was a little bit um, burnt out. And of course, the threat of going back to work was was coming back on the agenda, and all this sort of stuff. So yeah. we it was it was a it was a beautiful day and very nice and very very wonderful just to sort of casually stroll around and not not have to worry too much about mm. stuff. But we had one, had one last hurrah. We did have one last hurrah. <laughs> um, and and we, we were asked what did we want to do for our, our last night. And we, we really, um, we felt like the last days of Caligula was probably as close as we got. <laughs> yes. So we had a, a, a glorious sort of um, little feasty kind of thing. I think oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> of which I didn't eat too much. So I wasn't too full. Ooh, applied learning. I, I know, like right? <laughs> See? Look how much I've learned. There's no way I'm going to be too full for head. <laughs> so... So some sexy times kicked off. And oh, yeah. There was me in the bed with you and Rocket. Well, that was not a bad start. That was a fucking great start. That was an awesome start. Yeah, that was that was extremely fun. She's such a lovely lady. She is. Mm. Very sexy. And But what made me laugh, in hindsight, is the fact that when I look at our phone... It's not a situation for laughing. Well, is the <laughs> fact that Bradford and Angela and... Naughty. <laughs> We're taking as many selfies of us getting it on <laughs> yes. with, with, with us in the background. Yeah, there was something like possible. three stooges in the background, yeah, like just giggling away involved, themselves guys. and taking pictures. <laughs> now, eventually, the two of them joined us and got into the bed. And it was a and really a little sexy, one said, Well, well there was a little bit of that. Yeah, and it was a really fun, sexy time. It was awesome. And it was a really nice way to end the, the holiday. Yeah. The, the vacation of the Holly Pops. The next day, mm-hmm was a really odd day because we knew it was the day that we had to fly home. And we were flying mm. out as a direct flight from Perth, which is like a 17-hour 17 flight. So it's not an easy one. It was a bag of mixed emotions. Um, but we didn't fly out until the evening. So we had this whole day of just mooching around, knowing that we're going to say goodbye to people. Um, still with, like, we still wandered around Perth. and Yeah, but we didn't want to do anything too big because we knew we had the big travel ahead of us. And then they kept delaying our bloody flight by well, like 40 minutes at a time. Well, it was delayed by about an hour and a half. And but then. they did it in increments. So mm-hmm. it just kept adding and adding to the torment because we couldn't ever fully just 
get to a point where we were going for the travel, it just kept getting delayed a little bit. Yeah, and it was very difficult because you kind of don't want to be down on your last day. But by the same token, you know that you've got to get you back into the mindset just... of going home, yeah. going back to work, going back to the house, going back to the... All... And there's so many good things to go home to, granted. But it was the end of all this time that we'd had together. It was heartbreaking, well, leaving we, them. Well, we got to the airport <laughs> and it was interesting because because Naughty said to me at some point, I think it was Naughty, is Mrs. H going to be okay? And I, said, and I said, she will be fine. I will be an emotional wreck. Oh. That was my take. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and we got there. And and they came, all, all walked into the airport while we put our bags on the thing. And and Bradford finally managed to lick your oh face. Oh, my God. Which he'd been threatening to do the whole time. Fucking livid. You were livid at that. <laughs> but He even recorded that, the whole thing. <laughs> he recorded that as part of a video documentary series of Let's Lick Mrs. H's Face. <laughs> uh, where he, David that Attenborough. Man. Was, yeah, he had, he had a moment. But it was so, so difficult saying goodbye. Oh, and I, it was a mess. You know, you were a mess. I was barely holding on to mm. to anything, really. And we, <gasps> we said goodbye to them. And honestly, it was so difficult. And we went through into, into the airport. And you know what? There was fuck all in that airport. Literally desolate. It was empty. It was late. Everything was It was shut. like the last flight out or whatever. Yeah. And we just sort of sat there and, and just shuffled in. And it was the most sad and depressing bed hopper moment I think yeah, we've ever had. I agree. I, I had a massive glass of wine and then we just like readied ourselves for the, the long flight. I know. I just I basically had the last flat white, the large <laughs> yeah. flat white that I could have before leaving the country. Yeah. But it was such a difficult moment. And I think it's a testament, actually, not just to those people, but to all the people that we met throughout our adventures while we were away. It's a testament to how great the lifestyle can be and how positive yeah. it can be. And how many great friends we made. And, and it's it... not all about just taking your pants off. No, it really isn't. And I think, you know, one of the things that we, you know, when we look back, actually, there weren't that many moments where pants were off throughout the um, course of the holiday. Not a huge amount, actually, no. But I mean, when it did happen, it was awesome. But it was more a kind of uh, awesome community of people. So we've that, got to go back and have a 95% pants off <laughs> fun time. <laughs> Holiday where basically make it like a Roman orgy. Yes, so you know, unless my cock falls off and and you can't walk because it a looks like a vagina like yeah. roadkill. <laughs> a vagina like roadkill. Yes, unless we've managed that, then we clearly haven't. haven't we won. failed. We failed. So that, that's that's next year's challenge. We'll come back to that one at some other point. Oh my god. <laughs> So the challenge for 2020 is to break our body parts. <laughs> yes, break and break everyone else's body parts. In, in death the same, by orgy. Death by orgy. It's not death by snoo snoo, it's death by orgy. It's death by snoo snoo. <laughs> <laughs> so um, overall it was an amazing, amazing experience and, and quite an emotional one. Yeah, I agree. So many little moments. And one of the things that we'll talk about um, in our next episode is actually there were a couple of bumps in the road. Because that's life. Well, it I mean, is always life. going to be some. But I'm not bumps. suggesting that it's not life, <laughs> but I think we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that and some of the impacts of that. Um, but but overall, we had an amazing trip. We're really fortunate enough to have been able to do this, and mm. we really recognise that. But more than anything else, we're really fortunate to have met such amazing people. Yeah, I agree. So you know, everyone from Angela Bradford. Naughty, Rocket... Kate and Daryl. Kate and Daryl, to the gentleman. This feels like a cast call, doesn't it? Oh, it, it does a little bit. To, to Icarus, to... I'd like to thank God. Uh, OSS, <laughs> uh, those guys, they were lovely, to Lolo Lady, to the people that came yeah. out and saw us, to the people that we met in Melbourne, to your work chums, to everybody who was a, who was a member of the cast in the, the play <laughs> of Bed, <laughs> Bedhopper's tour, Australia and Singapore. You made it amazing for us, and we're incredibly humble that whole mm. thing so yeah and, we, and destroyed <laughs> yeah yeah we need physically to, physically we are in probably the worst shape we've been in for the last six yeah, months yeah um we are possibly, so worth it yeah yeah it, but it was amazing it was an amazing amazing time um now we've just got to pick our feet up mm. and hit the gym sort of 82 times a day in an attempt to, <laughs> to go back to normal start drinking properly and start eating properly again yeah because um we've got six months until we can the next vacation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we also need to get back into the swing of things more than ever. I like what you did there. Yeah, see what I said there. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? It was almost as though I did that deliberately. <laughs> 
So, um, as I said, so next time we're going to talk a little bit about some of the emotional stuff that popped up, some of the things that, that uh, impacted us and, and some of the conversations we had. Um, in the meantime, uh, I don't think, we've, have we got anything planned? What have we got planned? We, we, just existing. Just existing. <laughs> well, we might, we might be doing some more club stuff. We might be travelling around. Yeah. We had hoped to go to Newcastle. I don't think that's going to happen now for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, anything else, wife, that we need to mention? No. No. Just a big thank you, really. Just a big thank to you. To all the wonderful people we met. Yes, and to you, listeners, for standing by and listeners warble on about our holiday for, like, two and a half hours or whatever it's been in total. I I, I guarantee you're going to get an influx of um, hate mail about eating pizza with a knife and fork. Do you? Do mm. you think? Well, if you think I'm right, <laughs> and only if you think I'm right, uh, please post it on Twitter. And I hope and a wave in. of sympathy for poor Mrs. H, who was uh, led to believe about the existence of drop bars. Yeah, so um, so if, if you believed or have been led to believe that drop bars existed, if you think that eating pizza with a knife and fork is okay, if you don't like beer, um, great. And if you've occasionally felt too ill for head, be it road head or normal head, um, please post it on Twitter. If you're uh, not in the... It's like a helpline. Yeah, yeah please get in touch. And if, if you've been too full for Roadhead, show us on the number. Yeah, show us on the doll where she touched you. Sometimes it's okay to say no. Um, yeah, please please let us know on Twitter. That'd be great. Or send us an email. But if you believe that I'm a complete wanker for all of the above, then fuck you. I hate your guts. I don't want to hear from you anymore. Or something like that. Anyway, uh, you've been listening to the Bedhoppers podcast. Find us on Twitter at bedhoppersuk. Not mm. bedhoppers suck. Uh, we're also at bedhoppers suck at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to email us, um, we're at bedhoppers on fabswingers.com. Mrs. H, do the thing. Thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs> Uh, what was the best bit about the trip then, wife? Oh, Was it the finger-banging? <laughs> the finger-banging does not make uh, everything right. Does it not? I'm getting better at it. <laughs> no, you're it, getting it, better at well, it? Well, receiving it. How many, how many fingers have you banged lately? <laughs> the best bit about the trip? Yeah, was the lack of roadhead. It was the fact that your jaw didn't ache whilst, whilst we were driving in the car, <laughs> we wasn't it? We remedied it eventually. We did. You did receive your roadhead. I did. And then when you did, you got really worried that the people in the lorry next to us were going to see you. Well, that's because we were driving along what I can only sort of describe <laughs> as a motorway, where a sort of 10-foot lorry or whatever it was was driving along next to us, and you'd see directly into the car. Well, what I really liked was the fact that you made an announcement to the whole car, like, I'm definitely okay for Roadhead today. I'm definitely in the mood for it. I'm not turning it down. Nope, not one bit. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to make sure that everyone is aware of, of the Roadhead status. Um, you I'm know. writing this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Road Finger Banging achieved, Roadhead achieved. Yeah, I'm quite a fan of it. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, How do we up the ante? Is it like road sex? Is that a possibility? Can you get someone to drive us around when we have sex in the back of a car? What? I'm looking forward to road anal. Oh my That's god! <laughs> anal on the road. <laughs> <laughs>